Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Welcome to The Chaser Report Afternoon Edition. Uh, It's Wednesday the 6th of April and we have a very special guest today. Also, Gabby's here. Hi. Yeah, you're you're special too, but we have a very special guest. Um, More special than Gabby. Um, Michelle Brazier is, well, not here in the studio, but here on Zoom. Hello. It's such an honor to have you, Michelle. How are you? I'm really good. I'm feeling good. We're, you know, we're we're happening in the comedy festival. It's all open. It's all happening. I'm feeling great. I just had a banana. (gasps) Everything's good. Potassium. Yeah. Love. We love and we live. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, if you want to hear about how that banana was, um, just stay tuned and we'll get to scoop. It's good to tease. It's (laughs) good to tease a a good good little nugget or a banana if you're healthy like me. Yeah. We're going to peel back the layers. Oh, yeah. After Um, this break. Yeah. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. None of the medical advice contained in the Chaser Report should legally be considered medical advice. The Chaser Report. So, Michelle, you've got a new show. I do. I honestly can't believe they make you write one every year. That's absolutely mad. It's horrible. And by they, I mean me. It's my choice. I've made this choice. Are there comedians that just like do the same show indefinitely? Is that... No, uh, sort of. There are some, but it's very rare. Most people will do, you know, a new show every one or two years. You're coming off the back of like a super successful run with Average Bear, your last show as well. So I imagine it must have been really hard to be like... Oh, but this one's so good. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, yes. It exactly is like that. I'm like, but I did it. I made a really good one. Just let me... I'm finished now. (laughs) Um, But that's it. I mean, I'm doing a a return show one-off during the comedy festival of Average Bear uh, because there were so many people who didn't get to see it. And um, even though we had extra shows and everything, it was still hard to get a ticket, which was very exciting for me and my my wallet and my ego. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But yeah, then just coming back from... um, Coming back from that was really weird and and yeah i guess it's second album syndrome except it's maybe my 10th year doing comedy (laughs) so it's it's so many more albums yeah Uh, but i i I have just clicked into the place where i love this new show and i Mm. walked off stage on saturday night and i went that's it boys we got the show yes and like the audience really loved it and i loved it and we had fun and yeah so i'm feeling really happy now but before that i was in an existential (laughs) crisis yeah i imagine it must be incredibly hard particularly when there's music elements to a show of like I find it really difficult to think about writing a song that I haven't already written like I imagine for you it's very similar where you're like oh I haven't written a song about that thing yet and then you go back through your back catalogue and you're like oh I did kind of write this song how do I make this song different to this song and all that sort of stuff do you have that sort of problem when you're writing new music or like or is this show sort of less musical than Average Bear or like sort of talk us through the balance of finding that yeah, this is a very musical show. I actually, I've leveled up. I've got a whole band this Whoa. season, Ooh. which is amazing. I'm playing the Fairfax at the Art Centre with a gorgeous band who I oh absolutely adore. And the whole thing, it's just similar to Average Bear. It's, it's very underscored, very, 
music driven this one's much more percussive obviously because i have a drum kit but uh you know average bear was very much folk music irish music um this is really driving because it's about a scam and i think it's the hard thing for me is trying to write songs that will be good to do at little spots or promo gigs that don't give away the entire show because it's almost like a little musical almost it's very we were going to ask you questions to to give away your entire show that's (laughs) that's okay i can give away i can give away (laughs) industry secrets to you guys my best friends yes um, well, the, the, the show is about an online scam, right? Yes. What, um, what inspired you? Are you a scam artist yourself or is there... Are you- no, I was scammed. It's a true story. Oh, go I on. got scammed. So it's the true story of me uh, being scammed online. And then I was very interested in, in why a person would do that. Mm. And so I got to know my scammer. And I became his friend and I met a lot of his friends and um, his fellow victims and things like that. And yeah, just really tried to understand what got him to this point in his life. I, yeah, I became his, I became his friend. It's really weird. (laughs) See, this is just a testament to how likable you are. There are are few people on this earth that could somehow win over the person that scammed them and then create a network out of that. Like that is... (laughs) Genuinely incredible but networking. If, if I have no idea how you did that, but I guess I'm just gonna have to see your show to find out. But even if you're <laughs> capable of doing that, as if you wouldn't just go for vengeance, like scam the uh, scammer. Yeah, that's- I'm. No, I don't like. I think that's really boring and obvious. I mean, I, <laughs> there's so many. We see so many like, oh, blah blah, outsmarts a scammer, and it's like, sure, that's great. But also, like, why is that person behaving that mm. way? Why are they scamming you? What's what's their story? Like, imagine. Yeah their story I don't know I just found it really interesting yeah. and mm. I was like I've never met anyone who's who's a scammer before <laughs> I've never I don't know anyone who's done fraud I'm really interested <laughs> in why and how and oh, yeah. I also like the whole time I was like you're not really that good at this like here's some things you could have done where I would have been a bit more you know user <laughs> you could have me here. yeah <laughs> will will the scammer see this live show or have they already uh, he hasn't seen it already. Well, I don't want to say too much. He has. He <laughs> okay, hasn't fair. seen the show. But I, he w- there was talks of him being involved in the show originally. Oh my god! Yeah, That's but then so just cool. for yeah, we didn't. We chose to not do that. Mm. It's hard to get people to like him. Um, yeah. So and also probably not great. I mean, he behaved very poorly. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> this is this is like the most cooked show and tell idea yeah. ever. <laughs> Like, where you're like, I'm going to bring my scammer. <laughs> and, like, I like him, but you might take a little while. <laughs> I mean, it's not even necessarily, like, I don't think he's a good person. But it's, um, it, but I think he's a really yeah. interesting person. Mm. And I think, you know, just posing the question of, like, how do we let people get to this point? Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I, it sort of poses this big question about empathy and how far it goes. And then in this day and age of being like, well, it's actually not my job to educate you. And it's like, well, maybe if we all made it our jobs, less people would sell me a Pilates reformer for $500 and then never send it. Do you know what I mean? Like maybe if we just all open our arms a bit more, but I don't know. I don't know. And is that how you got the title of the show? Yeah. Yeah. It was a Pilates reformer and it's about me trying to reform this man. Oh, very nice. Thank you. Unpopular opinion. I think he might have been trying to help you. I've had friends who have bought Pilates reform machines and received them, and then never used them. It's like, oh really? It's not the same as in the Pilates class in the gym. It's just like, uh, it's hard to get me. the motivation. Oh no, you've got one right I've now. Got one. <laughs> oh my god! 
Oh, yeah. There it is, Daddy-o. I love it. You got more willpower than any of my friends. They they buy the reform machine and then just regret it forever. <laughs> no, I love it. Okay. I really love it. I mean, listen, I had to fight tooth and nail for <laughs> yeah. it. You've it earned took, it. It took yeah. a lot for me to get the show. I was, um, when I was riding Average Bear, um, I was, that's when I was being scammed by this guy and becoming his friend. And then Average Bear sold out. We moved to Town Hall and I we... Um, we sold out Town Hall and I said to my manager, I was like, listen, how?" because that show got me out of, you know, 10 years worth of Edinburgh debt, touring debt, the, the debt that you get into when you're a young artist and you don't have rich parents. And so you're just like, I guess I'll just put flights to Edinburgh on some sort of credit card and slowly chip away at it. And so Average yeah. Bear paid off that debt, which was so, you know, spiritually quite nice because it was my big, beautiful show mm. that I was really proud of. But it also, doing that extra show, gave me enough money to buy that Pilates reformer. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That's a, that's a real story of victory right there. This is great. Yeah. I want you to write a book. I, I you know like- what? It's I'm working on. I am having hey. some yes. conversations. Yeah, thank you. Oh, you should. So that's yes. good. I'm glad that you're keen. That's Fuck one sale. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I'll buy the book, or maybe I'll scam other people into giving me theirs. You could do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Oh, well, it's all shaping up. I'm glad this one had a happy ending, but I think there are still some unresolved threads from uh, some of your previous shows. Um, oh yeah. I remember um, watching one about how you wanted to fuck Aladdin. And oh, yeah. um, mm-hmm. it's been yeah. what, like two years now, has it eventuated? Like, have you put the feelers yeah. out there? Is there has I there really been a did. response? I put my wants and needs out in the world, and listen, I have not had sex with the two-dimensional drawing of a character. No, I haven't. <sighs> it's very funny. I played a music festival on the weekend with my beautiful friends Auntie Donna, and I did the Aladdin song. And there was one person <laughs> in the audience who tagged me in their Instagram story, and they were like, "Michelle singing about wanting to fuck Aladdin." Meanwhile, this guy's right here and pan to their friend who looks exactly like oh. Aladdin, and he's just waving at me, being like, "Hello." <laughs> <laughs> I assume, you because know, you were on Netflix um, for Auntie Donna's special, I assume like that's Disney's, you know, caught wind of it. They could have made it happen. Like, <laughs> Yeah, if they wanted to, they would, you know. They'd well, yeah, I happen. guess they don't want to. I guess they don't want to deliver to me a drawing for me to, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's rude. Um, <laughs> yeah. Another uh, reason why Disney are a soul-sucking corporation. Yeah, you come on, guys. The little guy. Yeah, <laughs> come on, Disney. <laughs> Do what's right. <laughs> Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The Chaser Report. Less news, less often. You've also won a crazy amount of awards for, for being funny. <laughs> um, yeah. You got, yeah, got the 2021 Sydney Comedy Festival Award, Melbourne International Moosehead Awards. Um, what's your ideal award to win? Like, Ooh, we're talking about like, you the know, dream? Yeah, Nobel, key to the city. Um, <laughs> is that, I don't know if that's a real award. I don't know but, how many comedians are receiving the key to the city lately. Yeah. I feel like that's 
Well, I um, want like a like a. Oh, do you know what? I, the actual dream would be to win the Edinburgh Best Comedy Award. That would be the, the actual dream. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I would just love to win like a membership to the zoo. Oh, <laughs> yes. Any zoo? Is there a specific zoo you've got in mind? Or? Okay, so only the zoos that are like ethical zoos that are mostly. Oh, yeah. So Melbourne Zoo is a conservation society and it's very it's very good and they're very focused on giving the animals a lot of space and unless they need to be in captivity, unless they can't be released, you know, they're, they're very mm. good. I don't work for them. I don't know why I'm advocating <laughs> for them right now. I but think you should. <laughs> yeah. I sh- do you know what? I tried to on get the a side. job there once. I tried to get a job and I was like, this would be easy because they'll be like, this is great. She's kind of famous and she works uh, at the zoo mm. and people would love to come. And they were like, no, I guess. <laughs> I didn't get through. The, I mean? got through the first round, but I didn't get through the second round. Is, um, yeah. So your previous show, Average Bear, was written entirely to appeal to zoo keepers, right? You're <laughs> yeah, just I'm like just this is to, just trying to get that animal <sighs> animal audience interested. I really love. I love animals so very um, very much. How did you fave animal? Oh, you go. No, no, you go. You go. Right. I was just going to ask fave animal at the zoo. <laughs> oh, my favorite animal at the zoo. Yeah. Golly. Okay. Um. My favorite animal at the zoo, I really like the lemurs because I love that they, in Melbourne, you can walk through the big open enclosure and they're just around. And I think it's very sweet to be so close to them. But I also, this this is not a zoo animal and should never be a zoo animal, but I love um, bonobos. That's my favorite animal. This this show that Reform, my new show is all about um, choosing whether, because we have two equally related uh animals like our closest cousins are chimpanzees and bonobos and people forget <laughs> about bonobos where i was like yeah chimpanzees but it's about choosing whether or not you're going to be a chimpanzee or a bonobo because oh. bonobos are altruistic they're the only great ape that doesn't kill they Whoa. they don't punish like if oh. they act badly they don't punish they meet strangers by giving them food like they are so they're all the best things about humans and then chimpanzees can be good but also <laughs> Really they awful. are bad. Um, yeah. yeah, cheeky. Do you guys see Dunstan checks in? You seen this guy? He's what? a naughty little guy. Well, is that a real name, Dunstan Chexton? Dunstan checks in. Checks in, in no. about the chimpanzee. What? It's from it's from before our time. I think it's from maybe the eighties or early nineties. I'm not sure, but I've seen I've seen it recently. And oh, what a what a cheeky little oh chimpanzee God. he was. Yeah. He goes to a hotel. Yeah, and causes a havoc. Oh, you get on top of so much havoc in hotels. <laughs> the chimpanzees with um your average bear show it's about a bear with a fear of hibernation how do you um i just i mean how do you come up with that what's the what's the rationale <laughs> have you have you had a fear of hibernation is that it? so average bear is uh it's two stories in one it's about a bear who's afraid of hibernation and her friends keep calling her they're like babe we're at hibernation pussy shots it's so fun where are you and she's like i'm on my way but she's afraid to go into hibernation because she's she's heard about climate change and she's heard that maybe there's you know spring is changing and maybe spring might not come so if she goes into hibernation this might be it so maybe she's thinking about going to see winter or to just see what she can see to make the most of her time rather than to gamble by going to hibernation and it's a it's a metaphor most of the story is just a story about my family um and it's it's basically it's about chemotherapy and choosing to have treatment and gamble with your limited time hoping for a spring that may or may not come or choosing not to have treatment and just going out and Mm. making the most of the few days of winter that you have left I suppose so it's because I have a family history of cancer my father passed away my brother passed away and we have yeah just bad bad genes and the whole idea of average bear is that I don't I probably won't have as much time on earth as the average bear so 
it's it's a it's a metaphor and it's this sort of hand in hand lovely light thing to go along with this um this story of loss and grief but it's all about it's very much about joy if i had to give that show one word it's joy it's mm. not about death or grief it's about music and joy i actually saw average bear last year at comedy republic thank you and it was easily easily one of my favorites that i've seen ever like just favorite specials because i yeah you i really walked in and you know you obviously started this show with this bear outfit on and you're like (laughs) going through how there's this bear that doesn't want to go into hibernation it's so fun and i did not expect to be taken on the emotional roller coaster ups and downs that like I to me it was crazy because it felt like you packed so much in to an hour and a bit like I couldn't believe when I walked out that that was only an hour show like (laughs) it was insane and I yeah I I truly truly think you just you tell stories so well and so cohesively like just so beautifully and I just I have no question I just wanted to let you know that that (laughs) show if if your new show is anything like average bear and I'm sure it's better um and you and to the audience you'd be stupid to not go because you're gonna sell out probably (laughs) I hope so yeah I mean it looks pretty good but who knows it depends people get sick in this day and age and then they have to refund their tickets but yeah it is the kind of thing you'd probably want to book ahead for because it's really really good and (laughs) I'm really famous (laughs) (laughs) do you find with the band though like have you had a lot of fun like do they do you get them in on like some improv-y stuff while you're doing stand-up or is it mostly like sort of pre-rehearsed kind of obviously the songs are rehearsed and everything but like do you get them involved yeah they're they're all very involved they're all encouraged to just go with me if something happens uh (laughs) they're people I've worked with for years and years and years in different ways um and they're all really smart and great and musical and there's all these like building tension moments where the drama can just like go for gold and like start (laughs) really fun they just do things to surprise me and I do things Mm. to surprise them but it's all underscored so it's I mean there's a lot of um they have a lot of freedom. They just, I just am like, this needs to feel like this. Go. I, I hired you because oh. I trust you and I love you. Make it feel like this and they'll just do it. And I'm like, bring this motif back in and they'll bring it in in the most gorgeous way. Jordan White, who's um, a musician, his musician name is Brailleface. He's done <laughs> such an incredible job. He's mwah, so good and such like a great singer. He's yeah. just, he's really incredible. And he, um, he's made tracks so that if any of the band gets COVID, we can <laughs> replace them in the track. The track. So everyone's stuff is, it's very, all the oh contingencies God. and it's truly incredible. And Dave George on drums, who's like one of Australia's best drummers and my beautiful partner, Tim, who I always work with on guitar and also playing my scammer. Um, <laughs> It's really fun, yeah. <laughs> Tim's stepping it up. You got yes. the you got the only COVID proof show at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Yeah, That's well, I mean, huge... if, if Tim and I get COVID, it, it'll go uh, down, I guess. But yeah, um, yeah. Otherwise... Then it can be like Meta, right? You get COVID, you don't show up to the show. You got the money for the tickets. You're like, it was a scam. It was a scam. <laughs> <laughs> so, Michelle, if people want to find you uh, online or otherwise, where would they go? Uh, you would go to at Michelle Brazier on Instagram, uh, also at Michelle Brazier on Twitter. Um, and yeah, follow me. I'll be yelling about all the things that I'm doing and uh, you can find me at the Art Centre if this comes out during Comedy Festival. I'm also touring to yeah. Brisbane and Cindy and I'm touring both shows. So just just follow me on the internet and you'll find me screaming about those things. <laughs> Bloody beautiful. Or you can find me at the zoo. I'll be at the zoo. Ooh, the zoo. I go often. <laughs> <laughs> Our gear is from yeah. Rode Microphones and we're a part of the ACAST Creator Network. Catch you tomorrow. Bye.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.